Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's prayer and story time. This is the Ark of the Covenant Ministry prayer and story time where we get an opportunity to bring before you God's precious Word, where you get an opportunity to hear stories, testimonies, some laughter, and even the Word of God, where you have a chance to open up your heart and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. My name is Reverend Hill, and with me today is one of God's precious angels, my beautiful, anointed, precious wife, who is Holy Ghost filled and have a message for you and I from heaven above. So situate yourselves and relax. And we are today filled with an opportunity to hear what thus said the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning, our faithful friends and listeners. And we welcome, welcome, welcome you, our new listeners and our newcomers. Of course, we're always delighted and we're, our heart is always so joy-filled to know that you all are here and joining us at the Ark of the Covenant Ministries for testimonies and, and prayer. And we just want to, like I said, welcome you. We will today be praying for the same people and most of all for others all over the world today. Uh, we'll be praying for our occupational therapists. We'll be praying for, praying for the 20-month-old baby that was shot in the temple. His progress is getting a little bit better. For the Toledo family, that's the 13-year-old little boy that got shot in the chest a few weeks ago. Also, the little 7-year-old little girl, we need to pray for their family. Uh, she died. She was shot multiple times um, in Chicago at a drive-thru McDonald's. Her father is still in critical condition. They believe that he might have been the target of all of this it may be uh gang drug related um i would like to vote, uh uh pray for van and his 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 work uh problems and, and 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 personal problems as well as like i said the occupational therapist for the uh, things that's going on in her life and at work that everything got, would get better and um for my son character with COVID, that he would start to recover quickly and start to feel better. My grandson, Zacharias, a new prayer, he has a cold, you know, no more than just the flu. Um, my daughter, Nakia, she completed her last COVID shot. Uh, the Madonna yesterday that uh, she, you know, make it through without getting sick and ill and feverish from the second shot. And um, we just want to pray for everybody, people all over the world, that God would bless them and open up the doors of deliverance and break the chains of bondage off for everyone. So <clears throat> we are going to pray, and we will get started. Of course, we know that we are still on our testimonies.
true. These are true testimonies. None of it is fake. All of it is testimonies of people that want the world to hear their testimonies so that their testimonies and their deliverance from the Lord can be well known. And so we are on life has many storms. Storms come in many forms. Joblessness, violence, alcohol, depression, death, abuse, fear, sickness, divorces, accidents, homelessness, pornography, abortions, rape, trafficking. It comes in many forms. Satan don't care which way he come in, and he doesn't care which way he go out. He just does not take a vacation. So I'm going to begin by a prayer, and then I'll get started on my testimony. Father God, I pray that you would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of this message. And I pray, Father God, that none may become offended, but they will take what they hear and apply it to their life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Uh, this is a testimony that a friend of mine dropped off last night, and her nephew wanted me to read this testimony because he wants the world to hear his testimony. So I'm going to begin. My testimony is for Reverend Hill to respond to only. My name is Butler, and I live inside, yes, inside of myself, in darkness. I'm scared and afraid to come out. I have lived here for 39 years. So many things have happened to me in my life. I struggle with wanting to live anymore. As a small boy, I have been raped, beaten, starved, and picked on all my life by other people. I don't trust anyone. I hear people talking in my head, telling me to end it all, and this nightmare would go away. I work at a store in the South Lake Mall in Merrillville. I wanted to direct my testimony to you for answers because you are a man, so I feel that you could better relate than your wife. No offense towards her. She's the one that caught my ear to listen to this service every day. My cousin Emma told me to listen. Her friend and her husband, who's a reverend, could help me. So I sent my testimony with her to give to your wife. I hope you don't mind, but I hope that you could help me, and only you. I don't know how to pray, but I heard your wife explain that praying is talking to God about the things you want him to know and things we ask of him to free us from and to also thank him for the things that he's done for us. I just never knew that. But I'm so afraid to. Sometimes I feel stupid just to think that God would even listen to me. But your wife said he will hear me if it's from my heart. Reverend, I need you to teach me to pray. There's a young woman that could there's a young woman that would come in the food court at the mall where I worked right next to the store that I Excuse me, forgive me, y'all, but I'm kind of having a little difficulty, but understand your hand right now, Butler. Uh, I'm going to start over with that. There's a young woman that would come in the food court at the mall where I work, right next to the store that I work in. 
she had been coming there for years. I would see her but never had the nerve to say anything to her. She always smiled and said hello to me. I could tell she was a nice Christian woman just by the way she carried herself. I wanted to say something to her, but I would freeze and my tongue would get stuck. The woman I would, the women I would date were just for sex purposes only. They were all filthy hoes that just wanted me, wanted me for my money. And I want to remind you, you all, this is not something that I'm saying, but this is the testimony and the true testimony of someone. So it's not just something that some words that I would just want to normally use. He, they were all just hoes that just wanted me for my money. And I just wanted them for the dark side of me. Yes, the darkness that lives in me is a scary monster that like hoes. I like to taste blood. I like to choke them until they almost die. And I see their eyes go on the top of their head. I like to bite them until they bleed and I feed off of them just like Dracula as I growl like a wild animal. <clears throat> and, I, and I thought to myself, how do I tell her what's inside of me? Well, I didn't have to. She walked in one day and caught me with a horse friend getting it on and it was a mess. We haven't been together in a year and two months. I know she is the woman that God wants me with, but how do I get her back, Reverend? Just how do I get her back? How do I tell her what's inside of me? Will she run? Will she take me back? Reverend Hill, I need your help with this. Please. I'm scared. I hear your wife and you praying for people every day. At first, I didn't like your story time, but my Aunt Emma told me to listen again, and your wife had joined you with true testimonies of other people, and now I listen every morning. It's a delight to hear your voice. There's power, sir, in your voice. Sir, maybe you could touch any part of you, anything that you would say, lift your hands up that I can be healed from these monsters and monkeys and moogies. Mookies, I guess, that's inside of me. I need to be delivered, Pastor. Lift up your hands, Pastor. I know that men can touch the side and the inside of you just by prayer. You have a very special woman, too, Pastor. I must say, be careful. Someone like me might want her. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding, sir. Just a little humor. Do you think there's any hope for me? Could God help me too? I want my woman back. How do I get her? She doesn't know I'm following her, but I know where she lives. She go to work and just started back going to church two weeks ago since COVID. I can't say the word, but since the COVID blank. And back home every day. I see her brother going and coming and... I see her mother going and coming in, and when she leaves and go home, I watch until her lights go off, and I know she's in bed. Should I break in and tell her how much I love her? Would it scare her? Would it startle her? 
would I be picked up by the police officers and go to jail just by breaking in just to let her know that I love her, I mean her no harm, but I cannot get her out of my head. I need your help. Please respond to this testimony, Reverend. I want people to hear you talk to me just like you do all the other people. Thanks, Reverend Butler. Honey, uh, okay. you can respond. He, he wants you to respond. Yes, I'm going to respond to you, Brother Butler. I'm going to respond to you first right here and right now. The very first thing I'm going to respond to, don't you ever in your life break into nobody's house, first and foremost. I don't want to ever hear you say that again. Now, the second thing I want to talk to you about, Brother Butler, is that God can and is able to help every and anybody. You are able to be helped. There's a story in the Bible that God told his disciples, let's go to the other side. And when they got over to the other side, there was a man in the graveyard. And the man was tethered. In other words, he was chained in the graveyard. But every time they chained this man, he would break the chains. And he would cut himself and be yelling in the graveyard. Now, it was customary when they crossed over to the other side that some of the disciples would get out the boat and pulled the boat onto the shore in order so the rabbi, when he got out, the teacher, he would get out on firm ground so the boat wouldn't rock back and forth. And they would walk before the rabbi so they could protect their teacher, their master, because he would be able to be secure. So when the rabbi gets out the boat, these disciples will be in front of him and he would be in the rear. This man sees these gentlemen get out of the boat and he comes a running. He runs past all 12 disciples never stopped and when he met Jesus he fell to his knees and cried out I know who you are and Jesus looked at him and asked him who are you and he told him I am legion because there are many in us. In this man, he had many, many demons in him. Before you could try to attempt to receive this woman back, you must take care of yourself first. You will be no good to her if you are not useful to God. To be a destructive force to another is a very dangerous thing. 
So you don't want to ruin nobody else's life because you are not ready. And the reason that you are not ready is simply because you haven't given God an opportunity to heal you. And you know what your situation and circumstances is. And you are not giving it over to God. Now, the demon knows who Christ Jesus is. Now, the question is, are you ready to let go and let God? You see, he can only stay if you allow him. He can't stay if you are holding on to him. See, if you invite Christ in, then you are pushing him out. Because he can't stay where Christ shows up. See, when Christ met that man, the first thing they said was, listen, you done come too early. You here to torment us? Don't cast us out into the abyss. Give us beer to go into them swine over there. Because they already knew wherever Christ was, they got the exit. So if you want freedom, then you got to invite Christ in. If you want that thing out, then you need to let Christ in. Now, in order to do that, you got to get serious with Christ. You can't be playing. You see, already you was living a double life. You knew who God was. You knew the ways and the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And you were living a double life. You were double-minded because you were doing things that you knew was against God. And you were playing with God. Playing with God is a very dangerous thing. You were playing with the flesh and you were spitting in God's face. In other words, in the, in the book of Hebrews, in, in the book of Proverbs, it tells you that you was taking God and putting him back on the cross because you was telling him that he, what he did the first time wasn't good enough for you. So you was feeding that demon that was in you. See, whenever you know what's right and do what's wrong, you are feeding the demon that's within you. It's like taking a child. You don't have to touch the child. You don't have to speak to the child. But if you feed that child, that child going to do one thing. It's going to grow. And when that child grows big enough and strong enough till it gets bigger than you and stronger than you, then it's going to control you. And that's what happens with a demon. You see, the demon don't come in a full-grown demon. It comes in 
as a little seed with a sin, a small seed, and we feed it. And the more we feed it, the bigger it gets. This is why we need Jesus. This is why the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. This is why the Bible tells us that the enemy lurks around as a roaring lion seeking to devour because the moment he can plant himself he's going to destroy you by any means necessary you see you saying you trying to go around and suck blood and all that you see that's just a cop out because see what the enemy trying to get you to do is for you to bite the wrong individual so they can sink a bullet in your head you see, the enemy just trying to kill you, period. He don't care how you die. Step off a curb, fall down and break your neck, die. He don't care if you bite the wrong individual and get AIDS, die. He don't care why you at the mall, fall down the escalator, die. It's just that simple. You see, the devil only has one particular agenda on his program to kill you. He not here to try to make friends. He don't care if you get as rich as Howard Hughes, but die in the process. And preferably die without Christ Jesus. Now you can keep playing or you can get serious with Christ. Now there's two things I'm not ever gonna do with nobody. I'm not ever gonna sugarcoat Jesus Christ and I'm never gonna waste your time because witnessing to the soul is serious business. Now Mr. Butler, you got to make a decision about your life. You were sleeping with this woman and you're lusting after this woman. You don't love this woman. You got a lust nature because you got a demon of lust. And the reason I know, I know what lust is because I had it. Now, if you wants to get serious, you got to deal with that demon. And you got to get to the foot of the cross. And you got to invite Christ Jesus in. And when you invite Christ Jesus in, you got to let all of that other stuff go. Old things pass away. You see, when the old things pass away, what that simply means, my brother, is that we got to change our lifestyle. You see, the things that I was used to doing, I no longer did them no more. That means it was no more sleeping with women outside of marriage. 
that means it was no longer going around lusting after them. What that simply means, I had to stay away from putting myself in compromising situations. That means it was no longer looking at certain movies, no longer going to certain places, no longer being in certain situations and certain contact situations with people. No longer exchanging phone numbers, no longer going on talks and walks and all this stuff. Because first of all, I had to work on me. I ain't have no problem in going home, shutting my door and locking myself away at four o'clock in the afternoon. Go to work, come home and shut the door. If you want to get serious with Christ, then you got to get serious with some discipline. You got to get in the divine will of God. You got to get in some order about yourself. You got to get in the divine will of God. Open up the book and start reading the book. Get in the order, get into you a Bible-based church with a men's group and get around some men that's got some heart about themselves that's gonna look you in your face and tell you what's right and what's wrong. Where you should go, what you need to go, that's going to keep you in check and letting you know the things that you need to be doing. As a man. Because we all need that. We all need that. If you want to be, if you want to become the man that you need to become to have the woman that you need to have, then you need to be able to take the work that needs to be done by taking the chastisement that needs to develop the man that for the woman that God has for you. In order to have the queen, you got to become the king. Don't think you're going to get a 5,000 pound blessing and you can't lift 50 pounds. If you want God to bless you with a 5,000 pound blessing of a queen, then boy, get prepared to do the lifting. And you know how you start lifting? Get down on your knees, brother. Get on your knees. Get on your knees. Get on your knees. Get flat-faced on your face and get to crying out to the Lord. Now, we gonna open it up for some prayer here. See if my wife got any uh, prayer requests and anything. And I hope that helped you. We're going to keep you in prayer, Brother Butler. 
and you let us know how you progressing. And remember, Jesus loves you. He always has, and he always will. Well, Mrs., you got any prayer requests or anything? No, honey, you did just fine. You did wonderful. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, 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 do. It. I'm gonna open it up for prayer, and um, we gonna pray for the baby. Uh, we gonna pray for the uh, all of our listeners here today. We gonna pray for this blood pressure. <laughs> we can't seem to get it working right here. But uh, we're going to pray for uh, Brother Butler, and we're going to pray for all of our listeners that's, that's going through some, some secret sins. I'm glad Brother Butler brought that up because, you know, a lot of times we have hidden sins. We have those secret things that, 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 that's destroying us secretly. But, you know, it ain't secret to God. God knows it all. And you want a blessing, you got to get before the throne of grace. You got to lay it out there. You got to get honest with God. You got to tell God. And God will able to cleanse it. That's what the cross was all about. You know, there's no shame with God. There's no shame with him. The Bible said, confess your sins, and he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. He is faithful. Confess it. It's all right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't have no problem in telling my wife. You shouldn't have no problem in telling your God. Don't worry about it. He, he, he's not sitting up there with a lightning bolt to strike you dead. Confess it to him. Tell him about it. All right, we, let's go to the throne of grace. Father God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this time. This is a wonderful day that you have made. And as we hear with you, Lord, we just thanking you. Because you're good to us. You always have been. You're better to us than we are to ourselves. You touched us this morning and waking us. You put us in our right minds, Lord. And Father God, you caused the rotation of the earth to be perfect. You kept the distance from the sun perfect. You caused the atmosphere to be just right. Lord, we know we weren't able to do it. You've done it for us. So, Lord, we just say thank you. Now, Father God, we know that there's some ups and some downs. We know that there's some heartaches and some pains. We know there's some troubles all around. But, Lord, we know that we can lay it all on the throne of grace. And Father God, we can look toward you and just ask for your will to be done. And with that, Lord, we can say unto you, Father, have mercy. 
Have mercy on the little baby. Have mercy on those underneath the bidoxes. Have mercy on those that's running in the dark places of the recesses of their minds as the enemy has their eyes blinded in the darkness of sin. Lord, have mercy on those laying on the bed of affliction. Lord, have mercy on your little children that's going through some hard times right now. Father God, have mercy on those with the provisions that's short. Lord, we're just praying for your manifestation on your people. Father God, have mercy on those that's in institutions and in jails. Lord, we're praying that the enemy be bound up in all the portholes for which he comes through. We're asking that you cast him out. And right now, Lord, loose all the fruits of the Spirit, long-suffering, meekness and kindness and gentleness. And right now, Lord, we're praying that your salvation become set free. Lord, right now, for those that's underneath the sound of my voice that don't know you as a loving Savior, Lord, we just asking that right now, if they can believe in you, if they can believe, Lord, that you were born of a virgin, that you walked upon this earth, if they can believe, Lord, that you was gathered by night and would before three trials, and Lord, then you were sentenced to be crucified upon a cross. And they took you and beat you all night long, crowned you with a thorn of 72, nailed you upon a cross and set you up between two thieves, if they can believe. And the Bible says that you hung there. You hung there so long, Lord, till the earth began to quake, till the sun refused to shine. You hung there so long until blood dripped down your brow. You hung there until you cried, Eli, Eli, Moktai, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You hung there until they tried to give you vinegar to drink. You hung there until you gave your mother to your disciple. You hung there until the curtain tore in the temple. You hung there until a centurion looked upon you and they cast lots for your garment. And you looked down upon them and you said, forgive them, they know not what they do. One thief looked at you and said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And you told him this day, you will be with me 
in paradise. You hung there, Lord, until you cried. It is finished. And the Bible says that your head fell into the locks of your shoulder. You commanded your spirit unto your father's hand and you died. They took your body, wrapped it, washed it and anointed it. Now if you can believe that and they took it and laid it in a bar tomb and three days later if you can believe it now he rose again. Now, if you can believe that, that he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, the Bible says that if thou shalt believe in thy heart on the Lord Jesus, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you can believe it now, I'm telling you, y'all, right now, if you can believe this, I'm telling you, salvation is yours. All you got to do is repeat after me. Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I know I'm not perfect. But I don't see that in the Bible that I have to be. It says I can come as I am. And Lord, here I am a sinner. And Lord, I can believe. I believe it all, Lord. I take it by faith. I don't exactly understand it all, but I believe it, Lord. Save me, Jesus. Save an old sinner like me. Thank you, Jesus for saving me. Amen. Now if you said that prayer and you believed it in your heart, the Bible says you're saved and the angels in heaven are rejoicing. I'm rejoicing and Mrs. Hill rejoicing too. And all you got to do is get you a Bible. You can, if you don't have one, if you can't afford to buy one, go to a resale shop, Salvation Army, any church, they'll give you one. Find you a church, Bible preaching, pulpit thumping church, and join it. And start following Christ Jesus. Start reading your Bible. If you want to, you can hang out here with us. We got a free app that you can put on your phone. We have the, the, our YouTube channel on there. And you can continue to follow our YouTube channel. And you can uh, 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 have a great time with that. And we would love for you to uh, 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 keep up with us with that. And we'd be thankful to have you. And we'd be glad for you to be here with us. So all you got to do is just simply just visit 
www.arkofthecovenant C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com Again, that's www.ark A-R-K of the covenant c-o-v-e-n-a-n-t ministry m-i-n-i-s-t-r-y dot com and it go right on your phone it can't go on your computer or on your app on your tablet it has to go on your phone and we will love to have you to hang out with us all right please Please, we implore you. And me and Mrs. Hill, we're going to continue to keep you in prayer. And we're going to always keep you in prayer. Till the next time, we love you. Jesus loves you. And remember, keep walking by faith. And God is always faithful. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye now.